Welcome to the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Thank you for joining our weekly discussion around grief, mental health, and overall personal wellness. The Grief Bully Podcast will serve as a vehicle to help you navigate life's journey. Be sure to subscribe, review, and share the podcast with anyone in your life that you think it will help. Let's bully grief together. What's up, what's up, what's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of the Gratefully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Guys, we are back in the building, rocking and rolling, episode 152. And this conversation might get a little touchy, but we're going to go there, if that's okay with you. So we're going to talk about grieving the person that you thought you knew. So this is going to be in two parts. We're going to talk about that. And then we're also going to talk about grieving when the person that passed away, you might not have really cared too much for them or been too fond of them while they were alive and some of the challenges that that could present. But the first part, I feel like a lot of times people come to me and we talk about grief and we talk about loss. And it's certainly pertaining to death. But I always like to say that loss is loss. And sometimes what we lose is who we thought somebody was. And that could change in so many different ways for so many different reasons. Maybe it was because eventually they showed you their true colors Maybe it was you were growing up and you thought your mom was this person or you thought your dad was that person based on character and personality. Because, again, our vantage point and everybody is a different person as someone else. So how we see someone, what we think of them, the good that they've done in the world and all of these things. And then you find out some information, if you will, to some extent, whatever it is, like. Maybe they told you a lie or maybe something that they did. You're like, wow, really? I would have never thought that. So it's not always that people are living like a secretive life or or just doing something different. No, not even that. But just sometimes not really knowing who a person is or who you think they are. And then they do something and you're like, wow, like you're really not who I thought you were. That can be very disheartening. That can be very disheartening or someone confirming that they are the not so good aspects of them are exactly what you thought. Because sometimes I think we can start to second guess ourselves like, nah, they wouldn't do that. Or they don't think like that. Or they wouldn't move in that way. They wouldn't treat me that way. They don't feel that way about me. But then you can find out information and it could change everything. So many times we hear that information changes everything. Information changes situations. Well, it really does. And when it comes to these matters of the heart, that's no different. Not at all. You could have thought that someone thought so highly of you. You could have thought that they loved you and cared about you. And then you get information that someone tells you that they said about you. That is grief. I think loss in any capacity is really hard. And it can be very hurtful. And sometimes there are people who are deceiving, but really it's not that this person wasn't who you're realizing and coming to know that they are now, but that we didn't want to see it, but that we didn't want to see it. How many times, whether you're married to somebody in a relationship with somebody and you thought that they were this person, 
This is who they showed you, showed you that they were in the beginning or at certain aspects. And then, boom, the real them came out. Will the real you please stand up? And when that real person stands up, my God, when that comes to the surface, it can be so painful. Imagine they say sometimes you're sleeping next to the enemy. That you really think that you know who this person is. You're sold. I'm buying who you're selling. And then I find out that you're not. That is hard. I wanted to highlight this topic and talk about it because I think we're, some people have said to me before, I've never dealt with grief. And I'm like, there's no way. You just may not be educated or may not know or have the understanding of what grief is. But so many of us have dealt with countless loss. Countless losses back to back in so many ways. So I think that one can be very, very devastating because with that, you lose trust. How do you continue to go forward? What do your relationships look look like? Last week, we were talking about the importance of fostering healthy relationships. But how can we do that when we don't really know who people are? Asking questions is key and seeking information is another, but it's always be careful what you're looking for, because when you find out certain things, it can't go back. Some information can be so devastating, so mind blowing that essentially a a person who you thought they were to an extent dies. Your vision of them dies. Your feelings towards them change. I heard a story where a couple, this was, this was not too far. I'm in the East coast. So in New York where they had been married for, I want to say, I'm just going to say a long time. I was since like the eighties, since like the eighties and up until 2015, the wife never knew that the husband was an ex he escaped. He was a, a fugitive. A fugitive from, I believe it was like North Carolina, and he was a part of some things, some armed robbery, some certain stuff happened. He then escaped off of a bus, fled to New York, started a whole new life. A whole new life. And she never knew. Married, children, everything. And then she gets a knock on the door, and it's the police just busting in, takes him into custody. And I presented that conversation to a few people, like, what would you do? It's kind of hard because a person that you thought you knew, are they not? Or is the person that was on the run not the real person? Because a lot of times people do things out of character and it's really hard to decipher who's who. But can you imagine that level of devastation? Now, for that couple, they're still together and they were able to navigate through that. They're married and have children. And that's on an extreme level. But just think about the fact that some of us are really dealing with a lot of our hurt and pain because of the deceit. Not even all of it is intentional, but some of that is very devastating. And I think when it happens when we're younger, it it really can stick with us for a long term. I dealt with some things personally that really, really and truly. And again, I always say one day I'll share my, my full story. But there were some things, some levels of deceit that were enough to really take me out of here mentally and emotionally. I'm so super surprised sometimes at the ability that I have to still love people and love on them, even though I was deceived. 
like truthfully. The lack of is so hard to even put into words. And I had to reflect and say, well, what I'm going to talk about this subject today, what can I offer my audience? What can I what can I say? But what I've said is that, okay, this is the way that I saw life. This is the way that I saw my life and the people in it. This is the change that happened. What is the good in it? What about this? How could this deceitful situation, if you will, misleading might be a better. I think deceitful could be a little tough, but misleading, lack of information. What could it have taught me? And the 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 truth of it is, is that it actually, because the situation wasn't what I what I thought it was, it, I think it made me a better person. I think it made me a better person. And I think navigating the outcomes and the the realization of the information, yes, for a while, it it put me in some devastation and it it caused my life to kind of spiral slightly. But I could look to the bigger parts of it and say, hey, you know what? But if this didn't happen, then that wouldn't happen. If that person wasn't this person and that person was that person and blah, 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 blah. Everything just changes. So I actually chose to lean into that grief and, and lean into that loss. And it took me a lot of years to get to a place where I feel as comfortable as I do now and as healed as I do now, still healing in some aspects. But I think that's the reality that no matter who it is or what they're saying to you, it could not be true. And information can change. So let's lean in as much as we can. Let's ask as many questions. Let's pay attention to red flags is a big one there. So sometimes I think we play a role in our own deception because we're ignoring red flags when people show you character flaws and they show you warning signs and then you cover your eyes and you look the other way because right now who they're showing you and what they're saying is beneficial to you. But in the next season in your life, it's going to break you. Pay attention. And do something about it. Don't worry so much about how it feels now. If you know that someone is showing you characteristics that are not lining up with the words that they're saying, do something about it. There are a lot of different personalities out here. There's a lot of narcissistic people. There are a lot of people who are on their own agenda. And all this is doing is just creating more and more loss in the lives of ourselves and those around us. Same thing. If we want to protect other people, let's look at look at it and say, hey, I don't know. That person said this, but their behavior is doing this. Let's kind of question it. Stop turning a blind eye and causing yourself to have more tears. See people for who they are. And if they show you differently, see that. Because I think it, 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 it would be ultimately super challenging to be able, unless you have a great spirit of discernment, To just know who's BSing you and who's not. But when you do see that, make those moves. And if you are deceived, if you are misled, if you do have to grieve who you thought someone was in whatever capacity, maybe you thought you had an amazing parent and that they would be there for you and then they didn't. They did not and they just were terrible or whatever it is. Those things matter. Those things play a part in who we are and they play a part in our devastation. So it's really important for us to make sure that we're highlighting that. And as we kind of pivot to this, too. I think I've realized lately just in conversations that there are some people who. When they pass away. 
you have to have the challenge of grieving them and finding a way to grieve them properly because they weren't so great when they were alive. I had someone say that to me before that they were actually relieved when somebody died. And it and it really took me back because I've never experienced that. I've never felt that way. I've always just felt so sorrowful about certain situations of people passing away. But there are some people who actually were not great people and their family has a challenge of trying to navigate and you don't want to overstate. You don't want to exaggerate. You don't want to put on and make this whole big ordeal about someone. But then it's like, how do you not show the love and the respect and do all of that? Because they still were your family member or your friend or whoever it was. So that's something that I want to kind of dig in more. And I'd love to hear feedback on that because that's got to be quite the challenge to have to stand at a ser- of service, excuse me, and try to find the words to say about someone that would be the truth. I think that's a very hard thing to navigate and to find your way through. So what do we do? Do we just say nothing? I guess it's when you're younger. It's like if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. But I also think that it was a life that was lived. Now, people who have done heinous things and horrific things, well, then so be it. And I also think it kind of goes to the part two where sometimes families get into these big uproars and problems because someone passes away and then someone tells the truth about them. And that becomes a whole big issue. Sometimes in someone's death, people feel more empowered to tell their truth. And then people get offended because that wasn't the version of that person that they experienced. But again, to everybody, everyone is someone else. So I guess what I'm really trying to say here and drive home in this conversation and just bring full circle to us is that loss looks different for everyone. But grieving who we thought someone was is very challenging. And then mourning who we knew someone was. So if we knew that this person wasn't a good person, if they did not treat us well, they weren't kind, they've done all these things, but they've died. And now there's a two minute remark section of a funeral. What do we do? These are some tough things to think about. And I guess one thing I can challenge you to do here, too, is look at the life that you're living. What would you want your legacy to be? How would you want people to feel about you? Are people going to feel a certain way? Like what, what, what's my footprint? What's my carbon footprint here has been like in the lives of people around me? It matters because it will come a day where people will have those two minute remarks to speak about you. What is that going to be like? I don't know. I don't know. So it does matter how we carry ourselves. It does matter how we live. It does matter how we treat people. That's very much important. I mean, you could look at it and say, well, I don't care. I'll be dead. It doesn't matter. But your loved ones will be still here. They'll still be here. And so with that, coupled with the fact that when we are, our eyes are opened or our eyes, our lens is changed and altered, the perspective that we see have known someone the person that we knew you to be and just certain changes that's hard that's so hard it doesn't even have to be anything really deceitful or deep it can just be I thought that you meant this much to me 
And I meant that much to you and that there was very little that can come between us. But based on your behaviors and how you're moving now, that is different. That's hard. I've been challenged in that area and it is hard to be like, wow, of all people, I just didn't think it would be you. I didn't think that you and I would have this distance. I didn't think that we would have this discord. And so the person that I thought you were and the relationship that I thought we had and the genuineness to that and just what it was and what it used to be. And now it's not. That's a hurt piece. That's a hurt piece. It's a hurt piece, man. Listen, while we continue to just push through this grief journey, navigate it for ourselves, get information and resources back to each other. We want to keep having these challenging conversations, keep bringing different perspectives to just see what it's like when people talk about mental health and mental health awareness. This is it. This is how these conversations are mental health awareness because some people are not aware that these are things that they're going through, going through that can be classified as mental health issues. I'm not saying mental illness. There's a difference, but I'm talking about our overall personal mental wellness, the complexities, the levels that we go through that seem like these silent little daggers because they're not. On Front Street, they're not the norm. They're not the things we talk about the most when we're speaking about loss and devastation. We're not really talking about deceit and how people's red flags and who they are and who we thought they were or people dying. And we don't really want to say great things about them, but we don't want to be disrespectful. Like as complicated and heavy as that all sounds coming out of my mouth into your ears, that's what's going on in your mind. In your heart. So no wonder you're feeling bogged down. No wonder you're feeling a little depressed and have anxiety because this is just one conversation of many that we can have on what we all deal with every single day. Remember, everybody is going through something. So just be more kind. Let's love a little harder. Let's communicate a little more clearly. Let's keep doing that for ourselves and the people that we love. Guys, it's been another episode of Grief Bully Podcast. I hope it helped you. I hope it ministered to you. I hope it got you thinking. I hope it gave you the voice that you needed to be the best advocate for yourself that you can be. Because when anything else is changing in your life, you do have yourself. You do have yourself. So make sure that you're taking care of you so that you can be the best version of yourself for everyone else as well. If you're watching on YouTube, drop me a comment. Let me know your thoughts. If you're listening to the audio, I'd love to hear a review, some feedback. And if you want to hit me up over on Instagram, you can definitely do that. I want to make sure also, too, for my love and memory segment, it was really important for me to make sure I, I highlight my sister, Sierra's younger sister, Nina Phillips. I just want to say in love and memory to Nina, and I want to send so much love out to her family. It was really important for me to make sure that we did do that and we did share that love and may her soul rest in peace continuing to support the family and sharing and sending so much love guys make sure you're following me over on instagram at i underscore am underscore j nicole guys so next time you already know love and light peace Mm -hmm.